folks. Uh, did did that not 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 no. get y'all riled up? <laughs> I mean, I I get it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Absurdity Podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco. I'm here with one of my co-hosts, Walker Kelly. Mike is just so excited about the Kings winning 40 games and being <laughs> first in the Pacific Division, so he cannot make it here today. That and he's sick. One of the two. Could be either. <sighs> Bean team, baby. Let's go. Thank Feels God. good. Good for the Kings. Good for the Kings. Thank you. That's all I wanted. Uh, the... Uh, uh, big come-ups for fran- traditionally bad franchises the last uh, year or so. Mariners, Lions, Kings. Let's go. Sure. <laughs> sure. All right. So what we're going to do today, this is our free agency preview. We're going to go ahead and talk about uh, some guys coming up. We're kind of going to use Greg Rosenthal's top 101 as a jumping off point. But there's some other guys worth talking about. Uh, but first, for the first time in a long time, we have actual news. Uh, so uh, everybody pretty much knew that the uh, number one overall pick was going to be traded. We just didn't know where. Uh, yesterday, um, oh, I was in my office where nobody watches football that was there. I was wandering around trying to find somebody to talk to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when, or I, I guess this would be on Friday. Uh, number one pick traded to Carolina. For DJ Moore, the number nine pick, the number 61 pick, 2024 first, 2025 second. And to this, Walker, I ask, is Justin Fields going to fix DJ Moore? Is he going to be a top 12 wide receiver now? No. No? No. Will he be wide receiver 16? He might not even be that. What? So why don't you talk about that a little bit while I get my cat off my lap? Okay. Um, Yeah, DJ Moore is probably going to get a lot of deep passes. He's going to have like 60 catches for a thousand yards and six touchdowns. And he's going to be wide receiver. I don't know. 18. Okay. So 18 is, uh, that's, uh, justifiable. That's in the 16, 18 range where DJ Moore lives. Um, well, let me ask you this. Uh, what do they do at nine? Do they bring in an offensive lineman? Do they go screw it? We're all in and get JSN or another one of the guys or, I would be pretty surprised if they drafted a receiver there. Um, I would guess it's probably going to be either an offensive lineman or whatever defensive prospect they think is the best one available. Yeah, I mean, they already kind of turned the first rounder into, um, you know, a guy that's that's he's better than the numbers suggest. He's not a superstar in the weight in the waiting, like a lot of people like to say with DJ Moore. But I mean, <clears throat> He's this good. is the best this he's good and this is the best quarterback he's played with. So uh yeah. Yeah. The problem is is the offense is so run heavy and run focused. And a lot of that, I mean, that's what happens when you have Justin Fields in a terrible offensive line. Mm-hmm. You you end up running the ball a lot. But I think with uh, David Montgomery probably moving on, and so then it's what Cleo Herbert and Trustin Ebner. Trustin Ebner, uh fancy Twitter's favorite terrible player of the year. Trustin Ebner. Um I think they might pass a little bit more, but you do need that strong offensive line mm-hmm. to facilitate passing more. So very interesting. So who is Carolina taking with number one? And I'm holding you to this. And if you're wrong, you're off the podcast. Oh, boy. Um, <sighs> probably CJ Stroud. Probably. I saw the biggest brain, which remember how last week when I was like, or two, 
yeah, last week when I was like, I want to say Anthony Richardson is Cam Newton, but I don't want to be racist. But what a lot of people are doing is going, oh, well, obviously they're trading, they're trading up to get Anthony Richardson because he's Cam Newton. Right. When Cam Newton was had maybe the greatest college football season of all time and Anthony Richardson completed 54 percent of his passes on a six win team. Yeah. Anthony Richardson is Cam Newton uh, when Cam Newton was spiraling out of the league, basically, uh, because after his injuries racked up on him. So um, I think this is a what do we think? Good trade for the Bears? I think it's a decent trade for the Bears. I think they got two firsts out of it. They still stayed in the top 10. They got a receiver to, um, you know, complement their stud wide receiver, Chase Claypool, that they spent a second on last year. Mm-hmm. Um, is Darnell Mooney's hopes and dreams dead? And then is this a good trade? I'm going to ask multiple questions at once. I mean, Mooney is the wide receiver two there now, so he won't be that good for fantasy as the wide receiver two in an offense that won't pass that much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he'll still be a decent player out there, but yeah, he's probably not going to have great stats. Uh, yeah, I, I would say it's a pretty good trade for Chicago. I mean, they still get what they think will be a blue chip player at nine. Um, yeah, got Carolina's 24 first, which you would expect to not be that bad. Um, yeah, I, I think they did pretty well. Yeah, I think there was a problem where um, usually there's like one stud quarterback and like one team that's obviously either going to take them or obviously going to trade away the pick. And in this case, there's like two guys and there's like four or five teams in the top four or five that could take a quarterback or hang off a year or do all that. And it just, it, I think it kind of depressed the market for the number one, but Carolina went out and got him. Uh, so uh, good for them. I think DJ Moore uh, will be a wide receiver too next year, but I also think that uh, there will be people who talk him into the top 12. It will mm-hmm. happen. Oh, because yeah. do, you, do you know how I know that it happened? It's going to happen. Cause uh, it happens because, every year <laughs> because uh, you are internet friends with Heath Cummings. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just the new uh, um, Amari Cooper thing where Amari Cooper was always like wide receiver 15. But every year people are like, this is the year he's top 10. It's like, no, he's not. It's not going to happen. But no, he's the same guy every year. Same guy every year. All right. A bit of news. Uh, Lamar Jackson got the non-exclusive tag, uh, which is wild because uh, any team would easily trade two firsts to get Lamar Jackson. Except the five that have already said they're not going to do that. Well, I think I think that they're doing this partially because he doesn't have an agent and they don't like players having agency. So they're like, no, if you're going to do it yourself, we're not going to do it. But it's like it, the teams that aren't going to trade two first Lamar Jackson. If last year before the season, they said, hey, you got to give Lamar Jackson a big contract, but we're going to take two firsts for Lamar Jackson if the Ravens called him up. It seems it would be stupid to not do it. Do you think the, the Falcons would be like, no, we're good with Marcus Mariota in uh, a winnable division? Probably not. Yeah, exactly. But it's this whole thing where it's like, well, now he has agency and he's chosen to not do this. And so now teams are going to, for lack of a better term, punish him. Um, yep. You won't go broke betting uh, against um, or betting on capital trying to screw over labor. So uh, welcome. Mike's not here. Welcome to the lefty cast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, so I think that that's silly. Where do we think Lamar Jackson ends up? Uh, Baltimore. Yeah, I think so too. I think he stays in Baltimore. Uh, this is kind of what Baltimore does where they, if a player wants a big contract, they're like, all right, go test the water, see what you can get. But since it's Lamar Jackson, they're like, 
all right, if you find what you're looking for, we would like something back. Yeah, I mean, I they have the right to match any offer mm-hmm. to him, so I figure they're probably just going to let the market dictate what he's worth and wait until somebody offers him something and then just match it. Yeah, I think that's that's what get, what's going to happen because um, they don't like to be backed into a corner, and Lamar Jackson had them backed into a corner, and they're like, fine, go go find out whatever you're worth and we'll pay that. Is what it comes down to. And if we don't want to pay it, we get two first and we'll call it a day and we'll draft Anthony Richardson. And that will not go very well. No, but it's the big brain thing I want to see happen. I do not. Well, I only want to see that happen if Lamar ends up on the Lions. Okay. I said the Jets. Boo. Boo. All right. The Lions. I'll change my baby brain thing to the Lions. How's that? Let's go. All right. Um, So two two guys have been cut. Uh, Robbie Anderson, sneaky old, is 30. And has been cut. Uh, he gone. He's gonna. He's gonna have that Deshaun Jackson end of career arc, where he's just like, "Hey, you were fast. Yeah. Would you like to play six games this year? Right, and have two catches for fifty yards. Yeah. So uh, Robbie Anderson. I saw something about like chosen Robbie, but I'm not on the internet that much anymore. Oh, do you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's something to do with the fact. That I think he might have changed his name to Chosen. Oh, so it's a, a Meta World Peace situation. I think so. Oh. Hmm, that okay, sure. And then Adam Thielen, uh, he was cut by the uh, Vikings. Not too surprising. There was a lot of uh, cap issues there in Minnesota, and uh, it's a new regime. They just said, okay, goodbye. Uh, they still have the fifth lowest cap in the league after cutting um, Adam Thielen, who was set to make I think nine million dollars this year. And uh, so, who's going to be wide receiver two in Minnesota? Is I it mean- KJ Osborne season? Right now, it's KJ Osborne. I would figure that they'll probably bring in competition for Osborne at some point. Um, I don't know if that'll be like a mid-level free agent like uh, Jacoby Myers or a DJ Chark or something, or if they'll use a first or second round pick on a receiver. Um, but I would expect that I would expect that their wide receiver three coming into next season isn't going to be Jalen Naylor. It will be um, somebody else. Amir Smith-Marset comes back? No. Why not? Because he's not very good. He's what? He's been in the league for, what, three years? And he has more letters in his name than catches, I think? That's right. (laughs) But that one guy on Twitter said he was going to be the next Stefan Diggs. (laughs) I forgot about that. That was quite quite the take. That's definitely deep in the offseason take. Oh, yeah. Um, So, Thielen... um, does he go to, I mean, the easy one is the Patriots because he's a white wide receiver. So I'm going to say the Patriots. Uh, I don't know. The Titans, I guess. See, I think the Patriots because, not because he's a white wide receiver, but because um, he, I don't think they're going to pay Jacoby Myers what he wants. Mm-hmm. And he can go do, go be like 80% of Jacoby Myers. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I, yeah. I'm just picking the Titans because they always have an old receiver and... They don't have Robert Woods anymore, so they need to replace him with another old receiver. Yeah. Um. So for uh for Christmas, um, I got a from my sister a uh, like a football trivia calendar. Yep. And one was like Julio Jones was traded to this team before 2021, and I was like the Buccaneers, and I flipped. I was like, oh yeah, he was a Titan. Like I completely forgot yep. he was a Titan. He was. Like, I completely uh, skipped that out of my mind. 
Speaking of skipping things out of my mind, uh, Aaron Rodgers has not made a decision. I have a proposal for you, Walker. We don't have Mike here, but we have a quorum. Yep. No Aaron Rodgers discussion until a decision is made. Agreed. No speculation, no nothing. I'm sick of this. We've done this yep. in the past. Let's just let it go. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to talk about him. Yeah. All right. And then a couple guys, you kind of mentioned it. Um, I forgot to put in the notes uh, because he already got signed. Robert Woods was cut by Tennessee, but he's already signed with Houston. Um, so what do we they think? Get, Good? They, they gave him $10 million guaranteed over the next two years for uh, some reason. Yeah, for definitely he definitely uh, some reason has been has been signed. I don't quite know what role he's going to play. Perhaps uh, he just goes in their list of. Uh, remember, we were like, hey, this is a great team of like second stringers. Like everybody yeah. is like the 40th best player at their position. Yeah, I don't know. They signed a 31 year old whose best days are behind him uh, to be their wide receiver three. I guess they're going to draft somebody in the first round with one of their first round picks. And then Nico Collins will be wide receiver two and woods will be wide receiver three. And they think that's fine for some reason. Or they'll bring back Will Fuller. I don't think they're going to be doing that. I remembered Will Fuller existed today. I was like, Oh yeah, that man's hand exploded. And then he disappeared. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about some stuff that's already happened. Walker. And then we'll get into the remaining guys. Daniel Jones resigns with new, uh, with New York. Uh, a funny amount of money, $40 million a year for Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I, he's a, he's a 26 year old starting quarterback in the NFL. And I guess that's what they cost now. Well, how much do you think like Jalen Hurts is going to get? Uh, he'll probably get like very nearly what Mahomes got. So Mahomes got what, like 50.3 million a year. So Hurts will probably get like 50 on the dot. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah, I was thinking somewhere north of 45, so 50 works. Uh, Geno Smith resigns with Seattle. Good for him. Uh, his $27 million guaranteed is, I think, more than he's made in his career. Yep. So shout out to Geno Smith. Uh, yeah, we, already talked, we already talked about Lamar Jackson. Let's talk about Derek Carr going to New Orleans, 5 for 150, 100 guaranteed. Just like I said last week, when you're a saint, you're a saint all the way. Definitely going to New Orleans. I didn't uh, say the Jets. Mm. I just want the Jets to not have... Zach Wilson, of course. I know you. Fancy you are, Will Greer. Yeah, you are so desperate to get to give the Jets every quarterback because you're like, please, please don't be going into the season with Mike White as your starting quarterback. Yeah, I I want the Jets to be so good. I love Robert Sala. I mean, and it's just like, ah, come on, guys. So um, not doing it. Yeah. So Derek they're gonna Carr, they're, they're gonna bring back Sam Darnold. Please don't do that. <laughs> Please don't. I would take Teddy Two Gloves over Sam Darnold up there. I don't think I would. Uh, maybe. Darnold's 26. Bridgewater's 30. What about Carson Wentz? No. Uh, he's not even Greg Rosenthal's top 101. Uh, it's probably the correct decision. Andy Dalton, Gardner Minshew, and Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield are all in the top 21, and Carson yeah, Wentz is not. I don't know about Minshew. Also, yeah. uh, I looked at the running back rankings and I was like, uh, David Montgomery is behind Alexander Madison. Yeah, uh, that was one, wild. One of these players has done something and the other one has done nothing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that I, when I was putting that together, I was, when I got to Alexander Madison, I was like, wait, did he miss David Montgomery? And then I went, oh, OK, there he is. Uh, Twelve picks later. So I, lo- I love to have Mike Kosicki at 23 and David Montgomery at 98. Oh, I love to have Mike Kosicki. <laughs> I love to have um, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo at 22. 
Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo is the top non-wide receiver on this list uh, for fantasy-relevant players. No, he's not. Dalton Schultz is. Dalton, oh, Dalton Schultz is 16. Sorry. But Dalton Schultz is going back to uh, Dallas. IMO. Anyways, Derek Carr to New Orleans. Uh, so this is going to be the third time in three or in four years that Derek Carr will come in with a top. Well, depending on what you think on, on Henry Ruggs with a new top flight wide receiver. Um, and it worked for Devontae Adams last year, but he only targeted Devontae Adams. Will that work for Chris Olave to only target Chris Olave? Uh, I don't think he's going to do that, but I think Chris Olave will be good again next year. Um, I don't really think this is much of a improvement. Andy Dalton was a lot better than people gave him credit for last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was basically the perfect game manager. So they essentially just have like a three and a half years younger version of Andy Dalton, which is fine. I mean, in the the way the division looks right now, they could conceivably win nine or ten games like that. But you're baking yourself into like a your absolute ceiling is ten and seven and like maybe the divisional round. Yeah, it's very much a a a shot for the middle like. I think yeah. they're. I think they looked around and they said, "All right, this division is horrible." I mean, this happened before Carolina traded for the number one overall pick, um, and they said, uh, "Let's see, we're not scared of Ritter, we're not scared of Kyle Trask, we're not scared of PJ Walker. Let's just get a guy. Um, we have some talent on this roster, and we'll uh, we'll see if we can kind of uh, dink and dunk our way to the division championship." Uh, and uh, doesn't seem to be the case if Carolina hits the ground running. But they will probably win the next two years before Carolina, uh, before whoever they take at one fully develops. So um, why are the Souths so bad? I don't know. But they both are terrible. The Jags are the only good team of the eight. (laughs) Yes, that's a quarter of the league with one good team. Yep. Also, the Saints are once again last in cap space. And some would be like, oh, cap space isn't real as they have to let another or cut another top flight guy. Like they're like, uh, the cap isn't real. I scream as Teron Armstead uh, signs with Miami. Uh, so although that ended up working out because Armstead was hurt a lot last year and I am rambling. All right. Uh, is this good for Michael Thomas? Uh, nothing's good for Michael Thomas. He's done. I'm sorry. He is toast. I'm, done I'm with not Michael interested Thomas. in Michael Thomas anymore. No, yeah. No, thank you. Um, Alvin Kamara. Yes. Cause he'll throw it to the running back. Cause He'll just take whatever passes there. Yeah, I mean, it's fine for Kamara. I We still don't know what's going to happen with the suspension. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm worried about with him. But I'm also, I don't want to be like, oh, he's going to get suspended, then come back, and they're not going to throw to the running back. Um, isn't he Isn't he like 28 now, too? So Alvin Kamara, he's getting up there. I have a feeling he's going to be a third-round pick, and people will regret it. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to have any Alvin Kamara this year. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I will either, unless he's like a fifth round pick, in which case, sure. But name recognition, he won't be. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. While we're talking about the Saints, we'll talk about Juwan Johnson resigns uh, two for twelve, eight and a half million guaranteed. Had kind of a breakout season last year, but like not really. He just scored a lot of touchdowns, but he was weirdly uh, tight end 11, uh, 42 catches, 508 yards, seven touchdowns. I mean, cool. Like, yeah, it's just it's just the touchdowns. He's fine. I mean, yeah. he's he's a top 25 tight end in the league. Mm-hmm. 
but probably not a top 20 tight end in the league. And for a low end starter, that's about six million a year is about what that gets paid at tight end. Plus he's only 26 still. So yeah, I, I think it's fine. I think he got a decent deal. I think New Orleans isn't breaking the bank here. So probably good for both. Here, <clears throat> hold on. Here, let me do my impression of fantasy Twitter in July. Uh, he's 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 still young. They gave him a contract. Uh, he was he was uh, third in tight end touchdowns last year, and you know they gave him uh, Derek Carr. Who did Derek Carr make work? Darren Waller. That's why he's my tight end seven. There's my impression of fantasy Twitter in July. Yeah, and he's gonna finish tight end seventeen. Yeah, he's he's in the blob. He's a blob tight end. So wherever you put him in there, fine. Just don't try to talk me up your tight end seven. Um, so unless unless it is Chig or Conquo. Chig, Chig, Chig. Well, I said you're tight end seven, not tight end six. Oh, okay. All right. Tight end five. Getting spicy here. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be. It's gonna be. Uh, Chig Conquo is gonna be your Jalen Hurts next year. We're gonna be like, he's my tight end five. I don't care what you say. And then it's gonna somehow work for some reason. That's right. Well, here's my here's a preview of my ranks next year. Uh, Chig Conquo, Travis Kelsey. Tommy Trumbull. Number, Tommy Trumbull, uh, Ian Thomas. It's both their times. DJ Moore yes. is out of the way. It's both their times. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tommy Trumbull, uh, number one target in the offense. That's right. Here comes Trumbull. All right. Um, all right. So let's talk about. Uh, oh, we still have to talk about the rest of the tags. Saquon Barkley, uh, good for them. Uh, Josh Jacobs, how dumb are the Raiders? Well, I don't. I honestly, I don't think that I don't give a shit really about your whole the the whole spiel that you said, where it's like, oh, they didn't they didn't give him the fifth year option, and then they spent two million more dollars to franchise tag him. Mark Davis does not care. No, it's not that. It's you let Derek Carr go. Who's your yeah. quarterback this year? Are you winning with him? Probably not. Then why do you franchise tag a running back? Because he's good. But you're going to lose anyway. You're not going to win with Josh Jacobs. You're probably not going to win. There's So each move individually is fine, but it doesn't show any sort of cohesive idea for the Raiders. Well, yeah, this is the sense. Raiders. That's what I'm saying. They're a poorly run franchise. Yes, that's correct. Yes. They're the Raiders. Yeah. And it's like if you – okay, so if you wanted Josh Jacobs to be part of the next good Raiders team, which is going to be 2024 at, at the earliest, you have to work out a contract with him this offseason or – you actually gave him the fifth year and then you tag him next year. But uh, uh, no, they're just the only, the only way any of this makes sense is if they get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And I, they might be angling for that, but I mean, it, it does, it actually does kind of work out. Cause I thought they had paid more picks to get Devonta Adams than they had. I thought they did a first or second in this year's draft, but it was just last year. So they actually that was actually a good trade for them insofar as not leveraging the future. Um, so they can still go get Aaron Rodgers. And if they have Aaron Rodgers, then fine. Yeah, pretty much. But we're not talking I, about that. Career. I love to hinge my entire offseason on an ayahuasca addicted 39 year old quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Whose whose idea of fun is a like five day like deprivation tank, like literal yes. torture. Yes, my guy <laughs> loves to sit in silence in the dark and do nothing. He loves to sit in silence, but he won't ever shut up. That's correct. All right. Uh, uh, Tony Pollard, um, he got franchise tag, so Zeke, gone. He's gone. He got to get on out of there. But 
uh, it's uh, Jerry Jones, so he'll probably get like a three-year extension. <laughs> yeah, I have no <laughs> idea what's going on there. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, Tony Pollard, if with no Ezekiel Elliott, second-round pick next year? Uh, I mean, he was, what, like RB? He finished like RB11 last year or something like that, and that was yeah. with Zeke for the most part. So probably a very slight bump, maybe up to like running back eight. So, yeah, that's a second-round pick. Yeah, it looks like he was, uh, in half PPR at least, uh, running back nine. Okay, so, yeah, that's a second-round pick, yeah. Yeah, behind, uh, ahead of, uh, just ahead of running back 10, James Conner. Everybody laughed. <laughs> All right. Um, so for the wide receivers, we already talked about Robert Woods. He's the only one who signed. Uh, no receivers got the tag that I saw. And then for tight ends, the only tag was Evan Ingram, but the, you could see that one coming a mile away. Yeah, that one was pretty obvious. Yeah, the tag was basically what he got paid last year. And they're like, all yeah. right, why don't, you, why don't you come on back? And uh, you don't get a say in the matter. <laughs> yeah, he said, basically he has said, I want to be back in Jacksonville anyway, but I would like to get a long-term deal done. Yeah, so I I mean, they'll, um, they'll, they'll probably get something. Yeah, they'll work something out. He's going to be that guy that's in like week five where you're like, oh, okay, they gave him like a yeah, he'll, he'll four-year like contract. He'll, he'll get it. He's 28 and a half, though, so he'll probably get like a three-year, $33 million contract with an out after two years. Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. what, what makes the most sense. Like you pay him uh, – up through the end of Trevor Lawrence's fifth-year option, and then you see where you, you, you are it, as you a give franchise. yourself that much time to find a replacement for him. Exactly, and then if yeah, you draft the, a guy. The says, replacement, you'll you'll get there eventually. Yeah, so if uh, if he's bad the first year, then you get the mulligan on the second year, and then you can get out. Um, Take uh, just just keep taking an athletic tight end in the fourth round, and eventually one of them will be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Like, Speaking of example, Porta this year. Speaking of athletic, uh, athletic tight ends, I, I peru or I, I, I took a jaunt into the fantasy football subreddit and somebody, somebody was like, uh, should I trade, uh, should should I, they're like, Hey, I just started looking at RAS and I was like, okay, let me take, let me, let me see what this is. Cause you know, we have, you know, Kent on the show and, um, I was like, I was like, all right, this guy is way too in, in uh, into RAS. Uh, he's like, I saw Jelani Woods got a 10. Should I trade uh, Trey McBride for him? No. <laughs> no, because Trey McBride is actually good. Jelani Woods just has a 10. Uh, Raz. Raz? Yes. Ra- RAS. Raz. RAS. Yeah. yeah, Raz. So, all right, let's talk about free agents who haven't gone anywhere yet. Um, we're going to use Greg Rosenthal's top 101 to talk about uh, the guys on that list, see where where we think they would fit best for fantasy and then where we think they will actually go. So I didn't game this in any sort of way. We're starting with quarterbacks. Uh, number one quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo, who last year was uh, quarterback 25 in total points, um, but 15.3 pi- points per game. He just missed missed six games. Surprise, surprise. 2,400 passing yards. 16 touchdowns, four picks, and two rushing touchdowns. Walker, where is the best case for Jimmy Garoppolo's fantasy value? Um, Best case, I guess the Raiders, so we can chuck it to Devontae Adams a bunch. Yep. I, I think that's his best case scenario because we're – what? let me ask you this. What teams are left that don't have a draft pick that need a quarterback? Um, The Raiders, the Jets, I guess, don't have a high enough pick to get a quarterback. Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. Um, those are your main three, I would say. Yeah. 
Those are the main three. So it's got to be one of those three. And then, um, you know, I was thinking, I think I said or I thought uh, Jimmy G in Carolina would work if they if they stayed at nine and took like Anthony Richardson or a guy that they wanted to develop later on in the draft. But that's gotten blown out of the water. So that -hmm. took a team off the board. So I do think that um, Las Vegas is the best case scenario for Jimmy Garoppolo, except no, I take it back. We missed a team. The team that always takes the 18th best quarterback in the league and is over the hill. The Colts. The Colts. Well, but the Colts are at four, so they can get a quarterback. That's true. Dang. Does Jimmy Garoppolo stay out there until after the draft, maybe? Uh, Maybe. He might. I mean, I if if the Raiders, Jets, or Bucks don't want him bad enough to make him like a super priority, then he'll probably just hang around and then pick the best situation like available to him. Yeah. Um, yeah, cause I, I think he's kind of between a rock and a hard place in terms of, uh, he's losing, uh, dance partners this off season. And for a guy that lost dance partners pretty quickly last off season, that can't be good for Jimmy G. Um, so I do think his best case scenario is the Raiders, but, um, where do you think he's going? Um, it seems like the most likely option for Rogers is the Jets. So I will say that Jimmy G ends up as a Raider. Oh, I forgot about the reports that uh, Woody Johnson uh, is apparently uh, very close to court getting done courting Aaron Rodgers, driving up and down Malibu looking for a Mark Cuban style. Yep. Who is he looking for? Mark Cuban. Uh, DeAndre it Paul- Jordan. No, DeAndre Jordan. That's right. Uh, yeah, so looking looking for looking for Aaron Rodgers, uh, DeAndre Jordan, Mark Cuban style. I do think that Garoppolo, um, I think he ends up in, I think he'll end up in Tampa Bay. So he just keeps um, following Brady. Pretty much, yeah, just keeps following Brady because that's the thing is Tampa Bay. Like teams seem to think that he's like baby Brady for some reason, like because he sat behind Brady and I guess because he's unathletic and um, handsome. Um, and they'll just move him, move him into the Tom Brady role. Just keep following Tom Brady around. All right. <clears throat> so uh, next one up, Jake Brisket, uh, age 30, number 37 um, on the 101. He got a chance last season to kind of uh, ply his wares. Uh, 2,600 passing yards, 12 touchdowns, six picks, two rushing touchdowns, 243 rushing yards in just 14 games. And that 243 for reference is uh, 13th among uh, quarterbacks. So, um, a definitely top half of the league runner uh, is Jacoby Brissett. Uh, best case scenario for his fantasy value, I would have to say, because we're like we we said we're running out of teams that need a quarterback. Um, I mean, I'll say Tampa Bay would be the best scenario for him. I think that's realistic because they're not in a position where they're going to be able to get a quarterback and. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Brissett is a top 32 quarterback in the league. Yes. Um, so I, I think that he would do decently well in Tampa. Obviously, they would start throwing the ball less than they did with Brady, but they have Mike Evans. They have Chris Godwin. You know, they. I, I think that that would be a good a good spot for Brissett, and their offensive line problem won't be as big of an issue with him because he's pretty mobile and he's huge. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, w- 
a team that um, is not drafting particularly high, I think they could take. I'm basically trying to see which teams might end up with Anthony Richardson, who they would want to develop, and trying to move these bridge quarterbacks there. Um, so I would say Jake Brisket to Washington for a one to two year guy. Because they're I talking guess. about maybe bringing back Taylor Heineke. And it's yeah. like, you can spend a few extra million dollars per year. You can get a guy who is, one, not a chud, leftist cast, baby. Two, um, not uh, not out there looking for his future. Like, Jacoby Brissett understands that his future is is in the past, basically. You know, he he was a bridge quarterback for the Browns last year, and he seemed okay with it. And think, uh, he can yeah. coach, or he can be a, one of those player coach type guys for whoever's coming up. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um I think he's actually going to end up signing somewhere where he won't be projected as the starter, but where he could take over if that team's quarterback turns out to be bad. And that's Green Bay. I was going to say, so Green Bay. (laughs) Yeah, I think Green Bay might be a good option, too, because we're we're I'm still not sold on Jordan Love. So uh, Green Bay would be was like the one that I was thinking of right off the bat. But then I thought, no, he'll probably want to go somewhere where he can get a chance to play. Um, maybe on like a two-year deal and then, um, you know, see what his options are in a couple of years. Um, so right. what's your prediction? Washington. Washington, okay. Yeah. All right. Teddy Two Gloves. Uh, so Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I don't think he goes anywhere. I think he stays with Miami. He had five starts last year, 683 passing yards, four touchdowns, four picks. Um, he is... There was a time where he was the 30th best quarterback in the NFL. I think those times have passed. I think he's just a guy that gets like five-year contracts till he decides to hang it up. And I think he's going to stay with Miami. Um, yeah, I. it seems like Miami is definitely committed to Tua. And I think that they definitely will look at the stats and see that Bridgewater did a much better job when he was tasked to come in than Skylar Thompson did. So I will agree. I'll say Miami and he stays there. Okay. Oh, we forgot. We've been forgetting best case scenario for uh, his fantasy value. Oh, oh there is one. He won't, he won't be cares? a starter. From here on down, who cares? Uh, well, Andy, Andy Dalton might get a starting job somewhere, but I doubt it. Um, Andy Dalton. Let's see. He's he, 35. He could end up in Vegas. Does he come home to back up Burrow? Oh, God, I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think he'll take that. I think he'll uh, want a chance to play still. Where would Okay, so where would he go that has a chance to – where he would have a chance to play? Um, so let's, let's knock some, some teams off the list. So in- – I, I think he's going to go across the division to Tampa. Do you think he's going to go to Tampa? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could see that happening. Um, they are, I did see a report right before we started recording. They are tied to uh, the last guy on this list, Baker. Baker. Yeah, yeah, but he wouldn't be a starter, I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think so either. I think that, but I think that they might bring him in. Hmm. Trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm just looking at the list of teams trying to zen myself to a destination for him. All right, it's not going to be Houston because I can take, not going to be Detroit, not going to be Denver. Oh man, there aren't a lot of dance partners for these guys. No. Um, how do we think Atlanta feels about Desmond Ritter at this point? 
uh, good enough that they won't that they won't go after Andy. Hmm. The Giants, baby. Yeah, he's gonna replace Tyrod. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, Gardner Minshew. Uh, man, I really don't care. Uh, he's a pretty average backup, so he could go quite a few places and do fine. He's gonna go back up Dak Prescott. Yeah, I could see that. I I could really see that, and that's in division too. And NFC East players love to sign in division. Yep. So yeah, I'll I'll copy you on that one since I don't have a better answer. Sounds and then, good. And then Baker. What is Baker at this point? A high end backup. Philly. I think he fits their their culture. Yeah, I think he fits that. He's kind of he's got that swagger. He's you know he doesn't worry too much about what's going to happen on the end other end of a ball he throws. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, I he, I just wonder if he'll lock himself into a situation where he knows he's not going to start. I mean, yeah, that's fair, but I mean, I think, he, I he was he bad is. last year with the Rams, wasn't he? He wasn't good. Um, yeah. you know, a lot of people remember that comeback that he had, but other than that, he was pretty bad. Oh, my God. I'm stupid. Move I, I Andy. Have, oh, go ahead. I have him going to Washington. That's fair. Move Andy to San Francisco. Andy Dalton? Yeah. They need a guy who's going to start the year for them, start like six, seven games. Yeah. Because I don't think uh, either Lance or Purdy are going to be ready to start the year, and they need a guy. Okay. The Niners are going to sign all these guys because they're going to have like nine quarterbacks on the roster because they need them. They need yeah. them all. Yeah, for sure. God. All right. And so, um, so yeah, I've got Jimmy G going to Tampa Bay. Walker's got him going to Vegas. Brissett, I've got Washington. Walker's got Green Bay. We've both got Teddy Two Gloves going to Miami. Andy Dalton, I've got going to the Niners. Walker has going to Tampa, Tampa Bay. Minshew, we both have Dallas. Baker, I've gone to Philly. Walker has gone to Washington. Um, the Jets come out of this without a quarterback. They are getting Aaron Rodgers. They are getting Aaron Rodgers. That's right. That's fair. I keep forgetting because I said we cannot talk about him, that he is on the market. All right, let's talk about wide receivers a little bit. There are three uh, wide receivers in Greg Rosenthal's top 20 on NFL.com, which if you're listening to this podcast, you should check out NFL.com. Pretty, pretty <laughs> yeah, I bet you've never gone there. <laughs> yeah, pretty good resource for the NFL. Um, so uh, Odell Beckham, age 30, uh, number nine on the list. I can tell you, I don't know where he's going, but whatever team he goes to is going to regret it. I have him going to Dallas. Seems like a very Jerry Jones move. That is a very Jerry Jones move. Um, and he's and even at 30, he's better than Jalen Tolbert. So he'll give them good depth. All right, I'll take it Dallas as well. That that makes sure. a lot of sense, especially because they're losing Noah Brown, so they're losing some of their depth already. Um, unless they sign Noah Brown to like a four million dollar deal. It's gonna go down to Juju real quick. KC uh, and KC. Okay. Correct. Juju Smith-Schuster is can <laughs> staying with KC. We already talked about that last year. Nine hundred thirty-three receiving yards, three touchdowns, seventy-eight receptions. Uh, they won a title. He wants to be there. They want him to be there. They're gonna make it happen. Uh, Jacoby Myers. Uh, last year, Jacoby had uh, a breakout. 
he scored uh, a touchdown. Um, he scored six of them. Six of them. And then a bunch more. Yeah. So he finally scored a touchdown. Uh, 96 targets in 14 games. 67 catches. 804 receiving yards. Um, we asked who is the wide receiver two in Minnesota. Jacoby Myers. Yeah, you think so? Um, I think that'll be a good move for them. I don't think they're going to give that big of a contract out to a receiver. I I, I don't I don't think they're going to do that. So oh, they don't have the space. You're right. Right. I I will say. Let me think here. Mm, no, I don't think so. I'm going to go Baltimore. Baltimore? That's fair. Um, and I'm going to change my answer to... Just looking at cap space here. Um, Arizona, and they trade New Hopkins. Okay. Bam. Just going just going crazy here. Uh, DJ Chark. Where does DJ Chark go? Let's see who has the most money and needs a uh, deep threat guy. Let's see. So DJ Chark last year um, did hurt. a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> hurt for a while and then played pretty good at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, Walker, resident uh, DJ Chark fan for four games or 11 games. Yeah, he played so. He played more than people thought. He wasn't bad. Um, I would guess he probably doesn't end up back with Detroit, but it wouldn't shock me if he did and then the Lions traded Josh Reynolds. Okay. Because I think they want Kali Freeman to be their wide receiver four, because he's good in that role. But um, I could see them signing Chark to be the third guy behind St. Brown and Williams, um, and be insurance just in case Williams doesn't pan out correctly. I, I think that's possible, um, but I think that he's going to get a because I've already seen their spending habits on receivers. I think he's going to get a big contract from Houston. Houston. Okay, so um, I think there is a team that will have a rookie quarterback, a bunch of cap space, and a hole at wide receiver. Carolina. Um, Carolina. That's fair. That's Carolina. Carolina. Um, but yeah, I think that um, for his for his, we forgot to do fantasy value. Where do we think his fantasy value will be? Best for Odell Beckham. Who cares? I don't think he plays more than six games this year. Yeah, it's going to be the same no matter what. He's going to have like 30 catches for 400 yards and four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And people going into his age 32 season will be like, oh, but if you pro- prorate those games and he stays healthy. Then he's wide receiver 23. Yeah. <laughs> All Great. right. Uh, J- Jacoby Myers, I think the best case for his fantasy value is staying put. But uh, I, uh, I think it's Minnesota. You think, oh, okay, but you just don't think they're going to spend don't, on it. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to do it, but I think that he would put up good numbers in Minnesota. Yeah, they need, an, they need a new Adam Thielen, a younger Adam Thielen. Uh, Juju, Casey. It's Casey, yep. Yeah. Uh, DJ Chark, I think his best chance to put up numbers, but he's not going to go there. Uh, Chargers. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, that would be his best chance because he doesn't have to – uh, B, like he'll take a little bit off of Mike Williams' plate. They re- they restructured Keenan Allen, so he'll be back. Just a deep threat guy, like what people were hoping Josh Palmer or who's the other guy? Uh, Jalen Guyton. Jalen Guyton, what he would be. Darius Slayton, he stays put. I agree. Um, 
Darius Slayton, also, I don't know why he's in the top 50. Um, like, he's okay. And I think a lot of this might be because of his draft capital. Because like, wasn't he a day two? No, he's a fifth round pick. Yeah, um, he's fast. He's he fast. Uh, in 11 games he started last year, 16 games total. 71 targets, 724 yards, two touchdowns. He fast. Um, but uh, I think he stays put. <sighs> Alan Lazard. This one, I was kind of surprised why he was behind Darius Slayton, 20, 20 spots behind Darius Slayton. Because he's slow, I guess. Um, right. And he's 27 years old already. But Darius Slayton's 26. Yeah. But he, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Lazard is big and slow. He's a good red zone target. He's a great blocker as a receiver. Um, I think that he's going to end up following Rodgers to the Jets. I have Rodgers going to the Jets. So I think that Alan Lazard will replace Corey Davis in New York. Okay. I think so. The Jets have their 19th in cap space. Um, I think, I mean, he's been connected to KC and Baltimore and you don't have anybody going to Baltimore yet. That's kind of what I was thinking, actually, is that he would go to Baltimore for the same reason that you have Jacoby Myers going to Baltimore is they need they somebody need to, that they need, they need somebody to soak up 90 targets and be good. Exactly. Because right now they don't have that. Like we were trying to figure out if Devin Duvernay or Demarcus Robinson was better last year. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's all you that. really need to know. <laughs> we can't be doing that. <laughs> Uh, Adam Thielen, um, so 33 Adam Thielen cut by the Vikings last year, or sorry, cut by the Vikings, comma, last year Adam Thielen had, um, I keep getting lost, Adam Thielen finished uh, 107 targets, 70 catches, 716 yards, six touchdowns, Um, yeah, real down season from a guy who usually gets a lot more than 100 targets, Uh, like he was sitting, he's been hurt in recent years, but at his peak was getting 140, 150 targets, not going to happen with Justin Jefferson, obviously, Um, even though it did happen with Stefan Diggs, but um, we already talked about him off the top, I have him going to New England, Walker has him going to Tennessee, anything else you'd like to add about Adam Thielen? Uh, He's washed. He is washed. I think New England is the best case scenario for him because for fantasy, because um, they don't need the guy to be fast. They don't need the guy so. to be big or I mean, he is big, but they need the guy yeah. to run good routes. And that's what Adam Thielen still has. Mm-hmm. So uh, New England, best case scenario, and he will be wide receiver 33. Fair enough. Uh, do we have to talk about these last two guys? Uh, I'll do just we can just say where we think they're going. I have Aguilar going to the Chargers because he's fast and he'll run downfield and they need somebody to stretch the field. Okay. Um, then, I. Oh, go ahead. And then Mac Hollins I have staying in Vegas. I think Mac Hollins does stay in Vegas. He did kind of carve out a nice role for himself towards the end of the year. Like he started <laughs> off as a punchline and then he started actually doing stuff. And he started grittying when he was covering punts. <laughs> that is cool. I did not know that. Uh, I like that. I think Nelson Aguilar... Um, goes to, I think all the uh, the musical chair stops. He doesn't have a seat, and he ends up signing like a one-year, $8 million deal with Atlanta. Okay. To do the Alameda Zacchaeus thing. I think they'll just have Alameda Zacchaeus do it again. I think he's uh, slightly better than Alameda Zacchaeus. No. No? Okay. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. All right. 
Let's move on to the running backs. So we've got seven guys here. Uh, start off with Miles Sanders, who will be 26 going in this year. He is number 49 on Greg Rosenthal's top 101. Finished last year uh, good. Uh, 1,269 rushing yards. Nice. Uh, 78 receiving yards on just 26 targets, but 11 touchdowns. He did the Jacoby Myers thing where he finally scored touchdowns and then uh, all hell broke loose. So he had more last year um, than he had his first uh, three years combined rushing touchdowns. That is. Oh yeah. Let's go Miles Sanders. So um, I think that the best case scenario for Miles Sanders fantasy value is Cincinnati. I think the best case is Miami. Miami. Um, so I think that his best case is Cincinnati. I think that Miami is probably going to go after uh, a guy further down on this list. Um, maybe waiting for somebody to get cut, perhaps in Minnesota. Um, I think that that's who they are looking towards because it looks like Dalvin Cook might be getting cut. Um, but I think that uh, since he is the destination because they will cut Joe Mixon because Joe Mixon is doing a Joe Mixon speed run this offseason. Well, to be fair, it seems like he was not involved in the shooting thing that happened at his house. Yeah, but he also had the thing about putting a gun in somebody's face early in this offseason. So Joe Mixon, uh, fine stand-up citizen. Joseph Robinette Mixon. He's doing great. Yeah, so I think that Miles Sanders will go to uh, Miami um, and I'm sorry, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Go to Cincinnati. They will keep Samaje P. Ryan. You have him go to Miami. Why Miami, Walker? Uh, Because they need a starting running back and he would fit well in a scheme that made 31-year-old Raheem Mostert look good last year. And made Jeff Wilson look good. True. Yeah. Um, And Miles Sanders doesn't catch a lot of footballs. The, that system doesn't need the running back to catch a lot of football. So that right. works out well. Is that the best case scenario for his fantasy value? For me, yeah. I, I think that he would be the unquestioned lead back there, and he would get a, a fair amount of touches and some opportunities to score touchdowns. Yeah. Um, I think that the best case scenario for him would be Buffalo, but I don't think they're going to sign him. I think they're going to roll with James Cook. Yeah, we'll um, see. Yeah, I, you can also put that down for me as well. Let's give to Jamal Williams. Uh, he's cool. He wants to be in Detroit. He scored 17 touchdowns last year at 1,000 rushing yards. Uh, he wants to be in Detroit. Detroit wants him to be there. He, he's coming back, baby. They'll, they'll figure out the number, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they'll, they'll come to a number. Um, is Detroit hurting for cap space? Not really. We're 13th, I think. Yeah, about 20, 21 million. Yeah, they'll bring Plus him back. We can, we can cut uh, Charles Harris and save some money. We can restructure Romeo Aquara and save some money. So we've got, we've got avenues to open up camp space. Yeah. Could do the, uh, the Kirk cousins and just with Jared Goff, just move money around, open up a little bit more space. So, um, that's, what's nice about having a guy like Jared Goff. Cause he's he's like, just happy to be there. Kind of like Kirk cousins is like, yeah, whatever you need to do money, give me funny money, whatever, just move it around. Uh, whatever helps the team. All right. Uh, Damian Harris, uh, age 26, we said it last offseason that his replacement was already on the roster. Um, Ramondre Stevens season, he finished the year, Damien Harris did, with uh, 462 rushing yards, three touchdowns, and 97 receiving yards. Uh, played 11 games. Uh, felt like he did more because he had, like, one massive game, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, 
Or is that two seasons ago where he had the one massive game? I just remember it destroyed me in a league, so that might be. Oh, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. Sorry. No, it's okay. It was, I'm thinking of uh, week 16 at Buffalo in 2011, 103 rushing yards, three rushing touchdowns. Destroyed me in the fantasy playoffs. That's what I was thinking of. A burn on my psyche, I guess, because I yep. thought it was last year. All right, he goes to? I think he goes to Arizona to be James Conner's running mate. Um, see, I don't know. They want a guy who can, like, catch footballs. That's the kind of second guy they've been looking for there. Though, that was with Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, we don't know what Ganondorf is going to do. Um, I think Damian Harris goes to... Uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay. To be with J.K. Dobbins and Gus Bus. Because they, they love to have... Uh, like three or four guys who all do the same thing mm-hmm. at various yeah, talent true. levels. So that's kind of what Damian Harris is, is uh, he's somewhere around Gus bus level. Um, all right. Devin Singletary. He's 26. Now he's number 81 on Greg Rosenthal's top 100. Devin Singletary, 819 rushing yards last year, 280 receiving yards. So he got just under 1200 total yards and he ended up with six touchdowns on about 210 touches last year. Uh, where does he go, and what is his best-case scenario for fantasy value? Uh, best case is probably staying in Buffalo, because he, I think he'd still get more touches than James Cook. Um, I just I don't think that's what's going to happen. I am still in my head trying to figure out a destination for him. Um, so I, I'm, I'm not so sure on this one. I, I think that he'll land somewhere where he's a part of the offense, but I don't think he's going to land somewhere where he's going to be like a true starting running back. Yeah. There are a couple options in the top seven in terms of cap space where I think he could end up um, where he would be able to be a good insurance for uh, two rookies coming off of injury. Uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that he replaces Montgomery in Chicago. Do you think that that could be it? That's possible. I did have that in my thoughts. I do think that a good uh, a good destination for him um, is Denver to yeah. be Javante Williams running mate. I've been thinking about Denver for a lot of these guys, but I haven't gotten to the one that I'm going to put there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think either Denver or the other one I was thinking of was Houston because Damian Pierce got hurt late in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so they probably want to... Uh, maybe limit his his touches coming back. But I'm going with Denver. Chicago was one that I was thinking of. I do think that Chicago does um, probably just elevate Khalil Herbert. But yeah, yeah, they have a lot of they have a lot of cap space. But here's the problem: there's these none of these guys are guys that you want to break the bank on. Yeah. You know, if like Saquon hit the market, sure, then you you right you because you spend you know eight figures on Saquon, but. Yeah, it's like Miles Sanders is going to be the top of these guys at like seven and a half. Yeah, it's not not a whole hell of a lot. Um, And then, you know, then we go from there. I mean, David Montgomery might be top of market as well, um, just because he is very, very good. I don't understand why Rosenthal has him at 98. But let's talk about Raheem Mostert. Uh, He stays put in Miami. There's no good fantasy destination for him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's there's he's 31. Um, He's the hill. He is firmly over it. Uh, Okay, so Walker, let's talk about Alexander Madison, the permanent uh, backup in um, 
in Minnesota, it seems. Uh, he finally got a chance to break free after this season. Uh, 283 rushing yards, 91 receiving yards, and six total touchdowns last year. But I think like four of them were in two games. Um, so where does Alexander Madison go, and where's the best case for his fantasy value? Uh, best case for his fantasy value would be anywhere where he would be the starter. Um, but I just don't see somebody making him the unquestioned starter. I think Madison's the guy who's going to end up in Denver uh, as the 1B to Williams' 1A. I think they think Madison can hold the fort down until uh, Williams is fully healthy and then slide into that more of a backup role. Okay. Um, I think that... Uh... Alexander Madison goes somewhere where he's not necessarily going to be the unquestioned starter, but the guy that we think will probably be the starter, get the lion's share of snaps. Um, we're not sure if he's uh, going to stay good in the NFL. And that guy is Isaiah Pacheco. I think Alexander Madison goes into KC. Um, you know, they were rolling out there with Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon last year, which worked for them down the stretch, but not necessarily all year. And, I have the next guy on the list, David Montgomery. I have him signing with Kansas City okay. as the Edwards Alaire replacement because he's kind of an all around guy who doesn't really do anything super well, but he's solid at everything. And I think that Montgomery, instead of taking a big contract to be on a bad team, is going to take a smaller contract to chase rings. Okay. So you think he's had enough of um of being on a bad team? Yep. Okay. Um I'm trying to think of where I think David Montgomery is going to go. David Montgomery uh, didn't do the rundown on him. So really quick, David Montgomery, while, I, while I'm stalling, 801 rushing yards last year, 316 receiving yards, six total touchdowns on uh, 240 opportunities. And he is going to take his talents uh, all the way to, you know, I think he's going to get blown away by a contract from, the Carolina Panthers, because they literally do not have a running back. Their RB1 right now under contract is Chuba Hubbard. I think they're bringing back Deontay Foreman. You think so? Yeah. Mm, Deontay Foreman to Houston. I'm changing my answer for Damian Harris. Damian Harris to Tampa Bay. Oh, my God, I forgot about Tampa Bay. Yeah, without Fournette, I think they need somebody to put with Rashad White, and I don't necessarily think they're going to draft that guy. Mm-hmm. That's incredibly fair. I completely forgot about Tampa Bay. Um, let me see if any of these guys would be a better fit in Tampa Bay. Uh, move Madison to Tampa Bay. And then move uh, Montgomery to Casey. Okay. Yeah, I like that better. I like that fit better. And then uh, where does Leonard Fournette go? Uh, where does Leonard Fournette go? Um. Chicago. Buffalo. Ooh, Buffalo. There you go. Um, I, I was thinking he would go to Chicago because uh, he, uh, he's he, he's chasing cash now. He got his rings, or ring singular. He might be chasing cash now. Um, so we'll see. Um, it's also, I don't know if he wants to be somewhere, maybe not Chicago because of the weak front, because he got done dirty by... Uh, the Jags. Yeah, I don't because, know. Maybe he, maybe the Cowboys get rid of Elliott and they bring in Fournette. Oh my God! There's your Cowboys move right there. That's that's the Cowboys running back move right there. 
That's perfect. Yes. Dallas Cowboys uh, getting a guy that um, uh, is going to be past his prime, but still has a big name. Yeah, he's going to Dallas. Great, great call, Walker. Uh, speaking of Dallas, let's talk about some tight ends. And we start off with the highest ranked tight end on Greg Rosenthal's top 101. Again, NFL.com. Should definitely definitely check it out if you're listening. Um, he finished the year with 89 targets, 57 receptions, 577 yards, and five touchdowns in just 15 games. Uh, turns 27 this year. Uh, like I said, top 16 on Greg Rosenthal's board. Um, I think that he goes to Miami. Okay. And I think that that's a good situation for him from a fantasy perspective because they didn't use um, Mike Kosicki last year, but that offense does like to use tight ends. And they just traded Hunter Long. So a spot has opened up. Yeah, I think that he's going to move elsewhere in the state of Texas, and he's going to go to Houston. Houston? But what about uh, – what's the guy uh, – is Pharaoh – what the hell is his name? Well, I mean, they have Pharaoh Brown. They also Pharaoh have, Brown. They also have Brevin Jordan. They also have Jordan Akins. Oh, my God. A whole pile of nothing. Yep. All right. So let's talk about my, my large adult son, uh, Michael J. Gesicki. Uh, finished the year as tight end 22. Um, and I was out on him. I said they're going to do my boy dirty. They did. Only 52 targets last year. 32 catches, 362 yards, and five touchdowns. But he's going to go somewhere where he's going to get 115 targets. And there's a massive hole at tight end there. And they're not going to ask him to block because they aren't interested in having him block. And that is why he is going to go to the Dallas Cowboys. Nope, I changed mine. He's going to go to the Chargers. He's going to replace my other boy, Gerald Everett. Let's go. Mike Uh, Isicki to the Chargers. All right. I have him going to Carolina. What? Walker. It's new coaching staff. Walker, they don't need three stud tight ends there. They already have yeah, Tommy Tremble and Ian I'm not, Thomas. I'm not engaging this. I, I will not. <laughs> I will not let you do this. They already have Tommy Tommy Tremble and Ian Thomas. Yeah, two guys who are not very good. You know what? We're ending the show. Goodbye. Yeah, we're out of here. <laughs> no, um, because I'm like, oh no, let's talk about the next guy, but I don't want to. Um, Hayden Hurst, he is going to stay with Cincinnati. He is old. Um, I'm shocked by how old he is. He is already 30. Uh, last year, 68 targets, 52 catches, 414 yards, two touchdowns. He will stay in the CJ Uzama role of guy that gets put in fantasy sleeper columns every week because he might score a touchdown. That is correct. Yeah, there is there is no good upside there. So uh, next guy, Big Bob Tunyon um, also had. had. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Oh, did, did I skip over you on Hayden Hurst? No, I, I also haven't gone to Cincinnati. All right, you don't want to go on a soliloquy about um, Hayden Hurst? No. Okay, Big Bob Tunyon last year, tight end 20, number 60, I'm sorry, 67 targets, 53 receptions, 470 yards, two touchdowns. I want to say he just goes wherever Aaron Rodgers goes, but they already have 75 uh, tight ends there in, in New York. So mm-hmm. that's not going to be where he ends up. Um, I think that Big Bob... So some team will go like, oh, he's just a, look at, he's a great red zone weapon. He's going to catch a bunch of touchdowns. Uh, he's a multi-threat. He's a smart guy. He's a, he's a good guy. And, uh, you know, we love to spend a, a ton of money on tight ends. And so that's why he's going to the New England Patriots. All right. Uh, I don't think so. But <laughs> I haven't gone to Dallas. 
Yeah, I'm going to Dallas. So is that the best case scenario for him fantasy wise? No, the best case scenario for him fantasy wise is probably to stick with Aaron Rodgers, I guess. But uh, well, maybe not because they're not going to go to a spot where Rodgers isn't going anywhere where they're going to need a tight end. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe Dallas is the best option because he'll be the nominal starting tight end there. I, I think he might get his job taken by Jake Ferguson, but he'll start the season as the starter. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. You, you you think it'll be Ferguson? You don't think it'll be Hendershot with the best name in the NFL? No, I do not. All right. So um, this last guy, who cares? Yeah, Irv Smith. Uh, I guess because he's still only 25, but uh doesn't matter how young you are when you suck at football. You're bad and you're hurt. But I think he's going to be the ceremonial uh, tight end who's been around a while that the Buccaneers sign. Ooh, that's a good call. I like that. Um, but I'm going to say that he is going to go to, I'm trying to think of a team that could use a tight end. Uh, throw him on the pile in Houston. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they're going to, I think they'll strike out on Dalton Schultz because Dalton Schultz won't want to go to go to Houston. Um, and so they'll get Irv Smith and then everybody will get hyped about Irv Smith. And then I'll be yep. like, oh, yeah, yeah. he's not Irv, very good. Irv Smith, top 15 tight end. And I'll be like, even if he finishes his tight end 15, who cares? Yeah, you'll still be wrong. So, all right. So uh, any other of these free agents you want to talk about? John Wolford, uh, Mike Boone. Um, I mean, in terms of the receivers, probably the only guy I would be interested in otherwise is Paris Campbell. But I have a feeling he's just going to end up back in Indy. Yeah, there's no reason to think that he's going anywhere else. I, I, I think that they're they're kind of like Juju, where it's like, yeah, we'll just figure out the numbers. I uh, am interested to see where Foster Morrow goes. Oh, he's a free agent? Yeah. Oh, so, man. I think if he gets a chance to start somewhere, I think that he'll be quite good. In fact, I wouldn't mind if the Lions signed him. That I, would actually work out very well. Yeah, I think he would instantly be their best tight end by a fair margin. And the offense isn't really tight end centric, so Morrow wouldn't get a ton of targets, but I think he'd do better with them than Brock Wright did. Uh, yeah. Quarterbacks, no, I don't care about any of the backups. Uh, running backs. Kareem Hunt. Yeah, Kareem Hunt. Um, I don't know. I think he's washed, so I don't really care. Yeah, I think he might be washed, but he might get that dead cat bounce just where he gets a ton of targets. So because of role, he could have fantasy relevancy, even though even if he's not very good, kind of like um, uh, I'm trying to find somebody on this list, like uh, Michael Carter was 15th yeah. in, tar- in receptions last year. Kareem Hunt goes to the Patriots and becomes James White. Oh, my God. People would lose their minds. That's perfect. People would lose it, Walker. All right. Um, I think that's it. Uh, you want to talk about where does Dante Pettis go? Uh, Dante Pettis goes to Arizona. Oh, gross. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why. Just because. Where does, uh, Scotty Miller go? Um, Scotty Miller go, uh, Jets. Where does Sammy Watkins, who isn't even 30 yet, go? Uh, nowhere. I think Sammy Watkins will still be not signed in by like training camp. 
Dang. All right. And then wife material, Marvin Jones. He's coming home. Marvin Jones. You think he's coming back to Cincinnati to be wide receiver four? Yeah, he's coming home. I could see him doing that. I I think maybe he goes somewhere where there's a better chance for playing time. Even though he is going to be 33, he's still not bad. Um, I will say Marvin goes to the Raiders. The Raiders. See, I think he's coming home because um, he knows he can win in Cincy, and he's in that ring-chasing phase of his career. Yeah, he certainly could be. Yeah. So, And people love playing for the the Bengals. They yeah, didn't sure. get like, didn't they get like an F minus in a bunch of categories in that NFLPA poll? I don't really remember. Yeah, I didn't care too much, but uh, but yeah, all right, we will be back next week because free agency opens in two days. Uh, and like that. I, I think it's Tuesday this year. Let's see. Probably probably should have figured that out before the episode, but nah. Who cares? It's just it's just the <laughs> league that has somehow figured out a way to uh, be relevant. Uh, 12 months out of the year. Uh, it starts on Wednesday. I was off by one day. Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific. So um, free agency legal tampering opens tomorrow. Ooh. It opens two days before. So legal tampering opens at 1 o'clock uh, tomorrow Pacific. So let's go NFL. I'm, I'm Rob Lowe wearing the NFL hat right now. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I love the NFL. <laughs> All right, so for Walker and Jeff, uh, we'll be back next week to talk to these free agents, and then we'll dive back into uh, rookies after that. Um, Bijan Robinson, good at football? Uh, you'll find out. You'll find out. That's a tease. Take care and have a good one. Bye.